You are now listening to Awaken You with Shelley Bond. Welcome to my show where we explore ourselves. We talk about growth, healing, breath, life, yoga, failures and successes, intuition, inspiration, fears, manifestation, books, writing, motivation, food, parenting, inner child work, mindfulness. What are your thoughts? My love for healing with energy work, learning how to love myself, forgive myself, and know my own self-worth. I have a deep well inside to hold space and connect with women. And I have learned that awakening is for us all, especially for those of us who think that it's not. Waking up to our life's flaws and all is possible because, my friends, life is a practice. It's not a perfect Welcome back, my lovely soul sisters, to yet another brand new episode of Awaken You with Shelly Bond. Today here, I hold space for the mamas. I hold space for this collective energy of sending children back to school or here in my case, sending them to in-person school after doing two years of homeschool. (sighs) My boys are in school and it's like this mix match of emotions where I feel in ways relieved. I feel almost like, ah, what am I doing? I'm abandoning them. Jack this morning was so nervous. He was just like straight faced and He was getting a bellyache this morning and he wouldn't drink water and he barely would eat breakfast. And then when we arrived at school, he was just like kind of in that like stoic, just looking around at everyone and he was just wanting to go inside. And and then Milo was getting severe anxiety about being early and being able to go play And we were 10 minutes early for school and you would have thought that I was 10 minutes late and he was freaking out and yelling at everyone and the car ride to school really sucked. (laughs) And I was trying to be calm and uplifted, but then I was like, Milo, you are okay. It's okay. We are 10 minutes early. And he was just like, (gasps) and I think finding that happy balance between being not late not so early and in the middle. So I'm thinking tomorrow that leaving about 10 minutes earlier is probably going to help set him up for success. It's such this instrumental, it's an instrumental feeling. It kind of is an instrumental feeling. Maybe that came out like that on purpose because I am having all of these feelings and I'm also grateful And I'm here with Junie. She's still doing homeschool, but she also gets to do this homeschool enrichment group one day a week, which is amazing. And today went pretty smoothly. We did our practices that we were going to do. We actually are integrating a spiritual practice in Junie's day, as well as all of her other things that we're doing for school, because I feel like the amazing thing about doing homeschool is customizing it to the child and Junie is such this spiritual bubble and we're really this year we're tapping into 
to diving deeper into her intuition and working with meditation, which as many of us know, meditation, it's a practice. It's not a perfect. And it was interesting after we dropped the boys off at school, I was asking Junie about meditation. She said, well, I do meditations every night, mama. And I said, yes, I know we do those story meditations, but this time we're going to reach inside of our hearts and inside of our bodies. And that in sometimes those moments when we are meditating, especially in the beginning, especially all of the time, that's when the mind runs rampant. So if you've had a meditation practice or have thought about it, or maybe have sporadically sat or laid or practiced yoga classes, that you have experienced some of that inner turmoil, right? It happens all the time. It's like when you're trying to sit and get quiet and then the thoughts are racing. Oh my God, I hope the boys are okay. Oh my God, is Jack okay? I need to talk to him. Oh my gosh, I haven't been away from them this long. Oh, I need to make dinner. What am I going to make for dinner today? Oh my gosh, I really need to make that order. I have that mala order in. Oh, I need to make my podcast. I need to edit it. All of those thoughts, they come dumping. They come dumping in. And creating this practice is just being with that, right? There's no right or wrong way as I was sharing with Junie. It's just showing up. And I remember when I first started practicing meditation. It was like seven and a half, eight years ago. And I always thought I was doing it wrong. I'm like, I can't even do this right. I actually had this app on my phone. It was called Headspace. Then it was this app and you watched the screen of these cartoon people for a while. And I think it got me into space. And then I was thinking, wait, is meditation looking at a screen? And then I thought, no, I think I need to try something different. So I did. I tried something different. And then I started the practice of just sitting with myself, which the practice of silence, which I think also is just a practice of noticing and acknowledging. And that is, it's like a huge part of this journey is allowing ourselves permission to acknowledge and notice what is going on inside of our body and our mind and our emotions instead of shoving it down. Because we do, we shove it people, we shove it so deep down, my soul sisters. And I am here holding space for us to allow it to come up. And especially in my kids, like I was even noticing just bringing them in that environment with teachers and kids and the mass chaos, but then also like such this organization that is like so awesome. And I love how in this smaller vibe school setting that there's just like a space for everything. And it's so good for children and even us as adults to have rhythm and to have these things set up in order to help us make sure we feel like, I think, especially with kids, like that you have like a space and you know what to expect, which I think can be a great thing and also a tricky thing because I know that I've really been practicing allowing myself to let go of expectations and go with the flow of life. And it's like in some of these days, like where I feel like I'm cemented stuck and not getting anything done, but my mind is racing with all of these things. I actually just had this chat with one of my soul sisters while my son was playing soccer yesterday afternoon. I told her that lately I've been feeling like my feet and ankles and calves are stuck in quicksand. And I have so many things that I want to get done. But then I just feel like I 
it's like I can't and I keep getting sucked back down. And I know a lot of it is that I am holding this emotional space for myself and allowing myself permission to be human, to be this freaking human, because I know so often I, I get really upset with myself and I get really hard on myself about things. And here I'm just allowing myself to be here with all of it, being with it all. And I'm sitting here and I have my lovely book, Awaken You from Pain to Healing, A Woman's Way of Waking Up to Her Life. And I'm on part, what are we, part three, part three think. And this is the practice of waking up to self-talk of 14 in my book. And this page was just calling out to me. So I wanted to read it to you. As I started being present in my life and noticing my thoughts, I recognized something in my clients. It was almost as if I looked into a mirror of fear, worry, lack of control, anxiety, and overwhelm. I observed clients wrapped around external experiences, appearances, from an endless stream of judgments of themselves and judgments of the world around them. I noticed year after year how we are all trapped within our inner critic. As I observed, I noticed the inner critic within myself. Within every story, every heartbreak, every related experience, I could see myself in my clients. The word self-love kept floating in and out. I wasn't sure what that meant, yet I remained open to the idea. This foreign concept ignited a wanting to heal my mind and do inner work. What I needed was to change my inner talk. And here these affirmations were. I noticed the voice of my inner critic and saw none of what it tries to tell me is actually true. I noticed I have been living a life full of lies. My sisters, I want you to notice the inner critic within yourself and simply observe how you respond to different situations, feelings, thoughts, and emotions. As we become aware of the voice, we can notice it is the biggest liar in our lives, and it lives within each and every one of us. This is why people, gurus, monks, Buddhists, Buddhists, yogis, and many more seek enlightenment to free themselves from this treacherous voice, to separate into the oneness that is our pure form. Enough with the name-calling and self-discouragement, enough of the negative self-talk. It's time we have had enough with this annoying voice. It's time we shine light on our inner bully. I get to choose my thoughts, and so do you. This is something we have to start teaching ourselves and then teaching our children at young ages. We get to choose what we think about, especially regarding what we believe about ourselves. I love reading from this book and I feel like anytime, whether it's my book or any book, you can just pick up a book and flip open a page and get some encouragement. Maybe if it's a fiction or a Stephen King book, it might be a little thrilling or maybe not what you're looking for, but really it's, I opened this page of my book and was thinking, wow, this is the message that I need to hear. 
And that's why I'm such a huge fan of, of reading because it's like when we are stuck in the mud or stuck in the quicksand, maybe we can pick something up and be like, oh yeah, what is going on with my thoughts? Where is my head at? Have I made time to clear my mind in the morning? Am I waking up? Am I just so focused on everything that's going on? Like this morning, I woke up and I knew it was my boys' first day of school. And so already hyper-focused, my brain just started kicking in. But I made sure that I got up early. And I actually did. I sat and I did a 15-minute meditation. And I visualized and I kept affirming I am love and I am calm and remembering my beautiful soul sisters that our I am affirmations are so hum, which means I am that I am mantra. That mantra is what manifests. And you really always, 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 always ask yourself this question. Would I want this thought to become true when you can be aware of those thoughts? Like today, worrying about all of the things of my kids and even just, oh my gosh, how did the day go? Are they okay? How was Jack? Oh my gosh, I hope his t- the tummy ache went away. And so those were all my worries. But when I allowed myself to show up through that, and then I made myself do my affirmation practice, and then I created a mind movie, which is just kind of like a beautiful dream board created into a video. That's awesome. That really helps bringing manifesting kind of a further step forward that was created from this woman called Natalie Ludwell, I think. Ludwell? Ludwig? Ludwell, I think. But anyways, I created that. I watched that. And then so I go to, I'm on the bike. I have this assault bike, my husband calls it. It's like this bike in the basement that has a huge fan in the front and just like really spiky pedals and I get on there I'm thinking like I'm gonna I'm doing my practice like I need to move my body today and there's these intervals on the bike where you can I started out for like four minutes of just riding at my own pace and then it goes 10 seconds of work 20 seconds of rest 10 seconds of work 20 seconds of rest and it repeats that and it goes for almost four minutes and then I boosted it up to 20 seconds of work with 10 seconds of rest, which kicks my butt. It kicks my lungs, butt more than my butt, (laughs) my lungs are like, (gasps) and after reading this book about breath, I know that when we are moving our bodies, it's much healthier to breathe in through the nose, out through the nose. Yet when I'm in these like physical feats where I'm like pushing myself and freezing my heart rate and (sighs) panting and breathing, the first thing I do is (gasps) gasp through my mouth. So I really bring my awareness and I want you to pay attention to that too. How do you do when you're feeling winded? Do you gasp for that (gasps) big mouth breath in this beautiful book called Breathe? I don't know if it's breathe or breath. Breathe. I would have to look it up. It's this beautiful yellow cover. Great book. Just giving you so much information and knowledge about our breath. But I do that. And I'm I'm breathing and I found this beautiful artist that I am just obsessed with her music. I played it this weekend, this last Saturday at our women's circle, which I will share a little bit about. It was amazing. And I was listening to her beautiful music and she was so inspiring And she has just like these beautiful, she has the gratitude song and the money song. And it's just 
beautiful and uplifting in the morning. And I was on like, I think I had gone back to my third time to the intervals of 10 to 20, like 10 seconds of work, 20 seconds of rest. And I really wanted to listen to this song. Again, this affirmation song, it was beautiful. It's like all about being grateful. I am so grateful. That's my rhythm. To be alive. That's one of my affirmations I sing. And so I go, the bike is like spinning. I was like panting, but then I'm like, Shelly, breathe through your nose. In between. Come on, bring your awareness here, Shelly. And I'm riding the bike. And then I jump off and I see my phone. My phone's on the ground because I had Junie there and she's like hula hooping in the basement. I jump off. My freaking left big toe gets smashed between the pedal and the frame of the bike in that really small spot, my big toe and just crushes my foot. And I'm just immediately like, and Milo actually, I'm remembering Milo was sitting on the weight bench and he was like, mama. And I was like, oh God. And I am like really weird when I get weird is just the way I act. (laughs) I am weird. I thank you. Thank you, Shelly. You are weird. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. I'm talking to myself. I do not like people to give me attention or touch me or talk to me when I'm injured. And I had my shoes on, luckily, because I never work out with shoes. I always practice yoga barefoot. And and even if I lift weights, I barefoot lift weights. But on this bike, it has those like spiky pedals. And because of that like wind, almost like wind turbine fan, that bike was just like, and my freaking toe, like just immediately was like, freaking throbbing like my bone was like crushed but I pulled it out right away and trying to like hobble around and then I like fell to the ground and Miles like mama are you okay and it's his like first day of school and I'm like what the fuck like why is this happening and I'm like okay Shelly you're fine you're fine just breathe I'm like Milo can you go get me an ice pack and he's like mama are you okay I'm like yeah I just I need an ice pack and just trying to get my freaking shoelace unlaced and like unlace the laces. Oh my gosh, people, my toe just like in excruciating pain. And I'm like laying there and trying to breathe. I'm sure I'm just like gasping through an open mouth. And I think also I was like feeling all these feelings for my boys going back to school. And then Junie yesterday was being so hard on me and she was saying she wanted to go back to school and then she did it and then she did and then every time she would get mad at me she'd be like well fine then mom I just want to go to in-person school even though we decided that she's staying home this year just like because she got her period and she's all hormonal and she's just being like really hard she's one of those like preteen but almost teenage girls who just has this really snarfy snotty attitude that I'm like are you freaking kidding me? Are you even my daughter? I don't even know how to respond to you. Like, (gasps) ah, like I've heard my girlfriends have daughters that talk to them like that. And I'm like, how would you ever let your daughter talk to you like that? Well, mine does that all of the time. And, and then Milo like comes down with ice and I'm like, I just need to get upstairs. And it is just like my big toe is like freaking throbbing. Like it has been crushed between metal on metal, like broken bone status. I'm not sure exactly. And then I like hobble up the stairs, one footed, grabbing onto the banister, hobbling up the stairs and just like, and I make it and I hobble over to our recliner. We actually have like two reclining couches and I like pop it up and I put my foot up on it and Milo helps me get the pillow. And I'm just like, and I just like started bawling. I started freaking crying. And it was Milo and Junie. And they were both like, mama, are you okay? 
because I don't cry a lot around my kids because I'm one of those moms who holds it in until it fucking hurts. (laughs) And this was just like so much physical pain. And I feel like also that bubbling of that emotional pain coming up from sending my boys to school and these feelings of like, am I abandoning them? Am I doing the right thing? All the things. And then in the back of my mind too, like I just had this like incredible women's circle through the Hive Soul Sisters Collective that was amazing. And just like my dreams are coming true through this circle. It is all the things I ever could ask for but just like joy, those tears of joy through there. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, I just start bawling and holding my foot because like I hurt my shoulder. I fell on black ice like two years ago. And prior to that, like childbirth was probably one of the most painful things. And then that shoulder thing. And, and I am not really like a complainer or like I'm very healthy and I'm very much like, I can take care of myself. And like, I don't know what's happening with my toe. It off and on today is really painful. It's hurting a lot. And I'm actually really grateful because I heard this thing about using tuning tuning forks, using 128 hertz tuning fork, which is the resonant sound of the solar plexus of the Manipura chakra or space of wisdom. If you use that and have a stethoscope and you listen to, so this is my big toe, So I will be listening to my opposite toe with a stethoscope and then playing the chakra or the tuning fork sound that you can hear if the bone is broken or not. So I'm actually going to do this. I have my friend who lives up here and she's a healer as well. And we're going to check out my bone because I really don't want to spend like four hours going to urgent care. Like, no, thank you. And Luckily, Junie has this boot that like fits me. So I was like, I've been wearing that around, hobbling around and I don't like being injured. Like I grew up with a birth parent who she always had some sort of injury. Like it was, you can kind of Google Munchausen's, is it Munchausen's or hypochondriac? I think it's hypochondriac, but there's also this thing called Munchausen's by proxy where you kind of like want sympathy from other people about your children being ill. Well, I was kind of raised like that to always have a parent who was always injured. So she either had like a brace on a knee or an elbow injury or shoulder injury. And growing up as a woman, I just, I didn't like that. I didn't like that negative attention or I didn't like that sympathy or that, that pity like that. I never wanted to be pitied. And so for me, it's really hard when I'm actually injured and my body is like actually injured, it's really hard for me to actually admit and own up that I have an injury. (laughs) And my dad says like, there's a difference between an ouchie and injury, right? Ask yourself that. We know the difference between an ouchie and an injury and injury is like, oh my God, this is like, my bone might be broken. So that's why long story short, kind of this wraparound of my toe. And then I look into Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. And if you haven't read that, please, my beautiful soul sisters, and you know what, on YouTube for free, Louise Hay's You Can Heal Your Life audiobook is on there. And it totally is probably was recorded in like the 90s. And it has some old music, but it has the lovely dear and departed our soul sister Louise Hay's voice. And inside of this book, 
she created the blue book, which was kind of a gift given to her when she started metaphysical school. And it has kind of like the emotional programming behind every injury. And so the toe injury was, what was it? It said something along the lines of, um, oh, like the worry about future details. And I was like, oh God, totally. That totally resonates. And it's interesting because I went to a different women's retreat. I think it was like two months ago and I injured the same foot. I forgot that I injured that foot. I dropped this like, I don't know, like 200 pound wooden table on the foot. And my sister Jenny today was like, Shelly, that's your same foot. It's the same foot. Oh my gosh. I wonder what it is. I'm like, that makes sense. Foot, feet, toes, all related. And I know that I've been having like allowing these worries with my boys and the details of them going to school. And now they're playing soccer and homeschooling. And then I want to, I'm like, future going deeper into my malas and I'm wanting to bring clients more private, like a private practice and, and mixing together my Reiki, like energy healing with yoga, which I actually am so excited because I have my first client coming up from a women's circle and it's just, it's all coming together, but it's just interesting. So I just, my beautiful sisters want us to reflect that when things happen, like we crush our freaking toe when we're trying to work out and be healthy and have this awesome morning. We must breathe, even if it's that gasping breath through the mouth or that breathe in and let it go. And knowing that pain is a part of life. And really, this is something I'm really embracing is that healing from pain is actually feeling it. So we have to feel it. And Junie, who is my guardian angel, my daughter, brought me when I had this foot injury, my, her root chakra mala, the muladhara chakra, this mala I created for her when she had a foot injury. She brings it to me right away. She gets homeopathy. She gets me arnica, which is like when you have something that happens really quick and for pain. And then she gets me my Aspen tincture, my Bach flower essence for like fear of the unknown and she like brings it over and it like almost wants to make it almost wants to make me cry. That almost makes me want to cry because she is just so intuitive and amazing. And I feel so grateful to be her mom and that she's she picked me to be her mom. It is it is a crazy journey, but it's like when we get these injuries or owies that we need to reflect and kind of like dig deeper and be like, okay, where's this coming from? Why is this coming to me? Especially when it comes to a repeated injury, metaphysically, emotionally, like what is the root cause of this? Like, what am I just repeating over and over and over? And I, I don't, for me, I just love that stuff. It like really resonates with me. And I wanted to share with you lovelies about this lovely woman's circle that we put on our second woman's circle through the Hive Soul Sisters Collective, this group of powerful, amazing, intuitive women that we just like, we met two months ago. Yeah, it's over two months ago and had our second women's circle. And it was so amazing. This circle was about rewriting our narrative. And hello, I read to you the perfect spot for my book because it was all about our inner voice and the thoughts that we're thinking and, and rewriting our narrative inside of our mind. And it was so amazing. We did this beautiful like tea ceremony and this incredible soul, Jennifer, who is just so in tune 
just so in tune with spirit. And she brought all of these different amazing tea, I'm like, why can't I think of them? Just like tea. Um, why can't I think of it? Shelly? Think, think Shelly. All of these different, like we had rose hips and Damiana and we did the same thing with honey, but this time we actually made our own tea and she had all of the spiritual and emotional healing properties. And it was so lovely. We each would pick one. And I think one of them I picked too was candelilla, which is like this beautiful, it looks like almost like a dandelion sunflower. And then we took that and then every woman held it and put love into it and we poured love into it and then we passed it around and then we put it into this bowl. And at the very end, we mixed it and then Jennifer steeped it while we moved along in this circle. And it was really beautiful because my sister was really stressing out about her part. She was like talking about the brain and the prefrontal cortex and the caveman brain, all of these things that she knows that she already has taught that we used to do in the Life Lovely Loves You Project, this program where we went into schools and we taught second through sixth graders all the stuff that we're actually teaching in the circle, but to children because there was a suicide in our school at the time. And we were like, no way. There's no way that kids didn't feel supported, that they that they don't feel supported. We are coming to help them. And so we came in and it was interesting because the night before was my niece's birthday celebration and Jenny is sitting over there typing and typing and typing and typing. And she's typing and I kind of walked by her and I was like, yours, you remind me of me a lot. When I first started women's circles, when I first started my yoga teacher training, I would just overly prepare and I would write like pages upon pages upon pages, just literally everything, every detail, because I just didn't have the confidence. And she was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's fine. I, and it was kind of like her ego snapped at me. And then I was like, I'm not trying to offend you at all. And she's like, okay, I, I know you're not, I know you're not. I just really want to make sure I get this information really clearly and concisely. And I don't want to miss anything. And I was like, okay, that's great. And so her part comes along and she's sitting there with her computer and the screen literally goes blank. And she's like, um, uh, uh, and she, like, she kept saying the things, but then, um, kept coming in, which is like our filler word when we're not feeling confident. And she was umming a lot. And then it was like, she said, you know what? I'm really sorry that I'm really feeling nervous. And I'm so grateful that it's you, this group of women where I can feel comfortable and I can be myself. And it was so perfect. It just like broke the ice and it let her ego just like go away ego goodbye and then she dropped into her heart and then her her part her space it just like flowed effortlessly it was just like exactly the way that it needed to be and it was just it was just what it needed to be it was so divine and then this incredible soul Caitlin after Jenny's part led us into this incredible meditation that we just intuitively like us women are just like these powerhouse healers, intuitive women who can just feel all the things. And it's interesting because yes, I am a Reiki practitioner, but most of the time I don't even use the practices from Reiki because I just feel in tune with energy. And I was really in tune and we were moving energy from these women as Caitlin was doing this meditation and I was drumming and playing the crystal singing bowl and just like intuitively helping clear energy and then my part came up at the very end and I incorporated restorative yoga with meditation and more energy sound healing and and then I wanted to bring the healing element of dance and movement and healing through movement. And then I got all of the women to rise up 
And then we just did some intuitive dance and it was so amazing. And I picked these songs that were just like profound to me and I'll share them with you here. If you want to check out the show notes details, I actually can share it on Awaken You Healing Center with Shelly and maybe I'll just like make it public. It's this beautiful playlist and it was so liberating and so freeing and I could tell some of the women were a little more inhibited and we actually brought our hula hoops. My sister Jenny and I got these hula hoops for when three years ago we did hula hope, these women's retreats. And we had these hula hoops, hula hoops, hula hoops made after our niece Macy passed away and our beloved soul sister Hannah passed away. And they just have like so much love and positive energy. And we bring them because hoops are fun and they're playful and they allow you to tap into your inner child as well as for us, they also can represent that like we are the center of the universe. We are all a part of the universe. We're not separate from the universe. We are all parts of the universe. And it was just, it was freeing and it was fun and it was joyful and it was like exactly where I needed to be. And these women and these powerhouse house women, it was, it was divine. And I'm so freaking grateful that I am a part of this and that I'm like allowing this and that I'm being open. I'm being open to, to being guided. And it's so interesting. I've noticed that when the universe intends for things to be, they just flow. Like this circle, it flowed. It flows from one woman to the other. And it's almost like spirit is just like guiding us each individually. And then we just do it and it's cohesive and it's so much love and so much support because we have this amazing spirit connection. And I'm so excited because we are going to be putting on another retreat September 20th from 5 to 8.30. So if you're in the Fort Collins area, please join us. And we're also going to be putting on, I think it's November 4th or 5th. It's a Saturday. We're going to do a day-long retreat. It's going to be amazing. And my beautiful soul, sisters, it's actually time for me to go pick up my boys. So this is it today. And I'm feeling grateful that I've gotten to show up here being perfectly imperfect with an injured foot. Send me love. I'm sending you love mamas. I'm holding space for all of the mamas out there who are sending their kids to school and all of the mixed emotions and all of the crazy things that happen in schools. And then all of the amazing things that happen in schools. And I'm just, I'm holding space for the collective of mamas, the collective of children going to school, the kids who are excited about being at school and the kids who are dreading it and the kids who are in the middle. I'm holding space for it all. I love you, my beauties. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for this space. I love this. I love showing up here. Podcasting is just one of my jams. It's one of these like soul things. I'm like, yep, here it is. This is where I need to be today. And please head over to iTunes and leave Awaken You with Shelly Bond, a five-star rating and a review. Please, it means the universe to me. And it also allows me to be heard on a broader audience. And please let me know if there's something that you want to hear more of. You can also email me at awakenyoushellybond at gmail.com. Follow me on Facebook, Shelly Bond, Instagram, Awaken You, Shelly Bond, and Head over also to YouTube and check out Awaken You Healing Center with Shelly, where you can get free yoga classes. I have just all of these amazing things that I'm sharing on there. And also 
my book, Awaken You, From Pain to Healing, A Woman's Way of Waking Up to Her Life is available for sale on Amazon. You just put in the search, Awaken You, Shelley Bond. It's a great book. It's a book of just allowing us permission to wake up to the perfectly imperfect, bright, beautiful being that is us, that we can wake up to ourselves, flaws and all, and wake up here to our lives and embrace ourselves with breath, with love, with authenticity, with vulnerability, and show up and live our freaking best lives, live our best days, even with an ouchy toe like I am today. I love you. I'm sending you hugs and a kiss on the cheek, my beauties. I'm so grateful for you, and I will be back here hanging out with you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>